Howdy do, buckaroos. This is the after show with Mike and Kelly. I am your host, Kelly Gamont. With me, as always, is my sometimes, meaning currently, stuffy Cylon Media sensation, Mike Rose. Hi, Mike. Uh, hi, Kelly. <laughs> Wait, let me take that back. With me, as always, is f- currently stuffy, f- formerly, formerly Cylon, Cylon <laughs> Media sensation, Harvey Firestein. Hi, Harvey. Uh, uh. I, I'm 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 working on a revival of Torch Song trilogy. Ah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> the, it, my Harvey Firestein is like Brenda Vaccaro. It's just it's a, a little it's bit, a, yeah. A little bit. Uh, I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, somebody get me a cigarette. It's like splitting the difference between Brenda Vaccaro and uh, Mike Myers as Linda Richmond. Uh, kind of- <laughs> I'll give you a topic. Discuss. Devin oh. Nunez, the Streisand effect should be renamed after Congressman <laughs> Devin Nunez. Discuss. Oh, it's been then, a week, hadn't it? It's been a long <laughs> week today. Um, is like it, I mean, it seems like this week just every day has kind of felt like that. Uh, we've <sighs> had there have been many personal developments and many nerdular developments um, in since last we chatted. So <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, we should talk a little bit about that. I don't remember if I talked last time about um, the Teeny Weeny App Camp for Girls fundraiser that we did that was a live in-person situation. Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny fundraiser for App Camp for Girls. No, you did not. <laughs> it was Tell an Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny yellow polka dotted fundraiser. Um, <laughs> those, are those. by the way, are venomous. You have to watch out for them. They're very friendly, you, but they actually will do. bite. Yes, yeah. they do bite, and it hurts like a mother. Um, so... <laughs> So um, we had uh, an in-person fundraiser. We've done a lot of online fundraising, and we're looking at ways to expand. Uh, If you are a person who has done a fundraiser that was particularly successful, we want to talk to you. Uh, And by we, I mean mostly me, because uh, we're trying to figure out um, some interesting ways to uh, raise a little money and be an organization uh, that continues on into the future, and you know you can really only like Indiegogo that so many times. And we're we're obviously we're looking at better ways of doing some of the things that we're doing and all of that. But if you are a person with some fundraising mileage and wish to share that experience, we look forward to it. Um, so we did an in-person fundraiser in Portland uh, that was a trivia night, which was uh, a lot of fun and some work, and uh, we made like two hundred bucks. So it was really nice. Um, Yeah, we did. uh, We had a stack of trivia. I was like reading things off an iPad. And uh, we have a uh, app camp has a square, an Apple Pay square unit. So like if people wanted to pay cash. I I thought you meant like like a square on the Hollywood, on the Portland Walk of Fame. (laughs) There is no Portland Walk of Fame, but it would be awesome if there was because, yes, we would want to be there. Uh, But. But yeah, there isn't one. Uh, So it was mostly just, um, you know, you can swipe a credit card if you don't have cash money on you and that sort of thing. So uh, all told, we ended up making like 200, just over $200, $220, something like that. So uh, we're going to do that again. And there will be more um, trivia in the future. And we're looking for ways to do some of those sorts of things online so that other people can get on on them as well. So that was fun. I did spend a whole bunch of time stressing out about getting up in front of people and reading questions. And clearly this was a terrible idea. It will end in failure. Who was the person that talked me into this? And it actually went okay. <laughs> so, um, 
but I always have that phase before I end up like any sort of like public speaking sort of event. It always sort of stresses me out a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. it it it's and it's it is stressful. I I I think when we spoke last, I was already in Las Vegas. Um, speaking of of money, yes, changing hands between the deserving and the undeserving. Um, sort of the sort of the whole reason the city is there is the transfer of funds between between one party and another. Um, but I also had a a semi public speaking. Uh, thing happening not mm-hmm. not quite as no well i don't know about noble nobility of purpose i don't want to get too far into it let's just say uh i was singing along with a friend of mine in front of a room of 500 people um <laughs> that sounds amazing it, well my now my, all i want in life is to get into that my my other partner in crime you of course are you of course are my partner in crime everybody knows this and <laughs> Unindicted co-conspirator. Yes. Um, but my my other unindicted co-conspirator, um, Deidre Mitchell, colleague and friend and colleague, uh, thought it would be cool, given that we had a, a a corporate meeting, a sales meeting that we were going to be at and attending, and both of us attending. Uh, she thought it'd be a good idea to volunteer us to be the entertainment for that <laughs> meeting. Uh, which which I, I I think my response was that sounds interesting. Um, <laughs> which turned into a into a clearly Mike is into on a board yeah. turned yeah. into a yes, uh, and so we uh, we were working on it for for quite a while for like on and off for about six weeks. We worked pretty hard on it the last two weeks, and we came back. We came to the event with four Broadway parody songs um, that nobody <laughs> nobody had heard. Basically, nobody had heard. Nobody knew we were doing it. Um, it's it was it was a an experience quite unlike any I've had in my life, and I've I've had some performing experiences. I've been in front of audiences before. Uh, this was really really different and really amazing and really awesome and and so 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 much fun. Um, and was one of those songs get that thing back where it came from? Must have helped me. <laughs> no, they were Broadway parodies, not just Pixar a, parodies. Just to be a deep deep cut, but that's for, I think that's our show. I think we did that. If it wasn't here, it was the talk cast when, yes. when, that somehow you spontaneously went into that, and I was right there. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember why. I'm Monst- not surprised, but Monst- yes, Mike Mike Wazowski's. Uh, yes, it was it was the it was the Monsters Inc. Factory musical uh extravaganza credits sequence yeah. of walking up. yes oh my god we did do that that was amazing we did uh, not quite but it was like but it was very much a like vegas lounge act experience even to the point of people uh lifting their phones and waving waving their phone uh phone candles or phone lights phone lighters in the air really yeah, really, See, truly. Okay, no, no, no. Zippo makes an app so you can wave yeah. an actual lighter in the air. They, they, and so, they did yeah, that. They did good. that. Okay. Yeah, I, I have it on my phone for karaoke. They they did that, and I I I will say that I did not see that coming, and I was I was <laughs> overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing this in Las Vegas. We're actually we actually have a lounge act in Las Vegas. So it was amazing. It was so much fun. Uh, I don't know if Deidre's listening to the show, but. Uh, she's the best. She's she's amazing, and uh, it was entirely uh, at her instigation that this that this happened, and was a an overwhelmingly positive experience. So I was glad we got to do it. That's awesome. Um, so you got up in front of people and you asked trivia, and I got up in front of people and yes. sang, and then probably we both did karaoke, honestly, because that's that's a regular how, occurrence. That's pretty much um, how that goes. It is also an upcoming occurrence because, believe it or not. Oh boy. Um, our original listener, Chris Fuller. 
what? is coming to town. What? Yes! He got what? on. I know. He got on Twitter and said, "So, if I were going to be in Portland, like, could you recommend a karaoke place?" And I basically was like, "Have you met Kelly?" And <laughs> which incidentally is our trivia team name when when I'm not the the master of ceremonies and trivia when we oh go play God. trivia somebody decided our team name was have you met kelly and uh, anyway so um yeah he sent me a message and said like he's gonna be here for some sort of training or something and i was like of course here's the place and here's what you do and this is when to be there and you know blah 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 and then he was like would you be interested and i'm like did you really just like I'm a, I'm a little offended you think you had to ask like <laughs> it's more like are you free one of these nights because oh my yes, gosh. hello wave a microphone at Kelly like how does anybody not know how that turns out right so well there are anyway. pe- people who only know you who only know you from your from your online persona maybe don't yes which is the full picture which is yeah basically and you know what my that. online persona is I was just on a podcast and you know what it is the rest of the time I'm about to record a podcast so that's yep. yeah and then the rest of the time is like here's a picture of me at karaoke which is proof I leave the house and that's about <laughs> it well in in I I can I can certainly speak to the quality of the I can't really speak to the quality of the karaoke places in Portland. I can tell you that not yet a sponsor. We should fix that. We should fix that. Not yet a sponsor, Ninja Karaoke in Las Vegas. Um, If you're in Vegas and you're looking for a place to take a bunch of people and you need a great karaoke party room, oh my gosh, off the strip, kind of an industrial neighborhood, definitely as you're like getting there, you're you're thinking to yourself, this is pretty sketch and could go sideways very, (laughs) very seriously. So great. So it's a lot like karaoke in San Francisco. Pretty that time. much anywhere you go, yes. Um, okay. And it was Yama Show. Am- it was Yama Show. Oh, no, but Yama Show is like a nice restaurant. Yeah, but once you're inside, but when you're outside, not, no, come on, it's not it. That's not. No, I disagree. That was the one. That was the one we went to. And like, no, no, no. You're thinking. You're thinking of the one in the mall in Japantown, which is not Yama Show. Um, oh, okay. No, you're right. Which, I'm thinking. That's not. Yeah. Apparently, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yamashou is 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 not is not at all does not at all make you nervous when you're waiting outside to go in <laughs> the basically abandoned mall not abandoned yes. just closed for the night mall with a mm-hmm. karaoke place on the second floor in San Francisco um, the name of which I will have to track down because I go there every year uh, it's where <laughs> it's where we go at Dreamforce it's so much fun um, but uh, but uh, Ninja Karaoke in Las Vegas. Um, very, very good. Great system. Like, actually, one of the best sounding rooms I've been in. Um, uh, they, they, they had, you know, of course, they had English karaoke, Korean, Japanese, Chinese. Two of my team members did a song in Chinese together that I missed. I was so upset. Oh. Um, but it was so much fun. And, uh, and yeah. And I was done with my big, big performance thing, so I could, you know, let my let my hair down a little bit. And I was so tired, I couldn't really enjoy myself. I was falling asleep. Falling asleep on the side of the side of the room. I'm I'm an old. We're olds. We get to we this are. point and you know, you know. I know. It's sad. Speaking of it old, is. hey <laughs> the iPad mini. No. Hey. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so what like what is going on? This was a crazy, crazy week for product introductions. Well uh, it was you know, on the like on the one hand, I'm really glad that everything's back. But on the other hand, uh, I feel like both the mini and the air, having made their triumphant varying degrees of you know for various values of comeback, um, 
you know, or as I was saying about the iPad mini, don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Years. Uh, Like I felt like on the one hand, I'm really glad they're back. But, and, and, you know, I understand that nobody wants to be the person who comes out on stage and goes, yeah, yeah. Four years, get the new thing. Like I understand not wanting to be the person on stage in front of people taking that kind of heat. Right. That's fine. But, I felt bad that it was just a press release. Like the iPad mini is finally back. People who nobody likes the iPad mini. They love the iPad mini. Like the people who are team mini are like there all the way. Like, I think there's a secret tattoo when you're a member of that club, like people are into it. And the reason they keep selling them is because it's a great size. It's a super nice little device. It's very peppy. And it's comfortable to carry around, you know, um, depending on like what kind of pants you wear, it will fit in a pants pocket, you know, pants pockets being a subject of a whole for, other podcast for, for certain values of pants, for certain values of pants. And, you know, yeah, like if, if you wear those like big baggy shorts, you know, um, like, yeah. yeah, then yeah, it totally fits in the pocket. of one of those. <laughs> So, um, so that's part. So, that's I like I was glad to see that they finally updated it and that they finally got it back. And but then and the weird thing to me is that the the iPad Air came back. Yes. Like it was gone for a while and now it's here again. And I'm glad it's here, but why did it leave? Like it was just a very confusing thing. Like, where does it go? Like like where have you gone, Joe to iPad Air? Uh, <laughs> a nation turns its lonely eyes to you. Our nation turned its lonely eyes to you. And Yes. Woo woo woo. Um speaking of impromptu <laughs> karaoke it, like th- earlier. This is the problem with like you can't stop us from singing. They're like we have you listeners really can't. who are like you know, we love the show, we love everything about you guys. Don't ever change. Just please stop singing. We're like, we can't. We can't help it. No. It's not possible. It's it's really not. Um <laughs> and as as much as I would like to say, okay, yeah, we'll just fix that so everybody loves the show. Like, yeah, that's just not happening. It's not gonna happen. Uh no. no. So yeah, I'm excited Air, that it's back because I like yeah, the Air. I do too. But, and, yeah, it's weird. What Here's what's weird to me, well, among many things. <laughs> the, the Apple Pencil. I'm continu- so confused by that. It's so confusing. C- continuing to introduce models that use the first-gen Apple Pencil is basically admitting, it's like... It's like saying, well, we've basically given up. We haven't given up because we've got this whole new pro line with the new pencil, which is great. Mm-hmm. But when we introduce lower end gear, we're still going to segment the market for the peripheral in a ridiculously confusing way. There's a disambiguation page on mm-hmm. the website. It's like, here's what works with the orig- with Apple Pencil 1. Here's what works with Apple Pencil 2. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody agrees that the Apple Pencil 2 is a much better design, much better device, much more capable the wireless well, charging, the magnetic attachment, so, all the good stuff. So my house has both. This also may be my house a development both. since the last time we recorded. Well, what happened? The, uh, Mr. Kelly bought an iPad Pro. <laughs> Mrs. Mike bought an iPad Pro. See? It's so, so weird. Well, here's what... So now he was rocking like an Air 2. So it was time so to So was upgrade. she. Yeah, it's, it was is, time to... Right? So weird. Weird. <laughs> freaky. So, Folks, this is freaky. Yeah, it was time to um like it was time for him to upgrade anyway. He started kind of looking at stuff and uh he looked at mine and then because I have the the 10.5 Pro, 
which is right. now apparently almost the same thing as a mere mortal iPad. Like iPad Air is now basically, I think, what mine ended up turning into a little bit. And so I have that one with the OG pencil in all of its super round and calibrated to roll off the end of your desk glory uh, with the second most embarrassing charging mechanism of all the land. It's just, well, and if you, but for, by the and way, and the reason anybody... it's second is for the Apple magic mouse. I'm just, let me, <laughs> let me get on the record. That's why no. that's the only reason that this charging design is second to it, something if, is because it's that one. I'm sure everybody who listens to the show knows what Kelly's talking about, but the original Apple pencil to charge it, the way you charge it is you stick it in the butt of your iPad. I, 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 there's no there's no nicer way to say it. There's not. It, there's a lightning there's a lightning uh, connector out. You plug you just pop that pencil and it sticks out the butt of your iPad. Now, mm-hmm. if you did not lose it, there is a little cap. Uh, you know, well the cap, but also there is a there's a there's a a barrel connector mm-hmm. that allows you to use a lightning cable, which has that right both the lightning connector to be in. for a slightly more civilized charging experience. As 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 we call it in the audio business, a gender changer. Yes, um, not not a not a sensitive term, but that's what that kind of cable is called when you are going from right. plug to plug. Um, and uh, and and you're you can in fact charge the Apple Pencil V1 from a lightning cable if you didn't lose the little mm-hmm. thing that is approximately the size and shape of a tic tac yes you can do that otherwise right got to stick it in your ipad so otherwise ugh, yeah so um now i i do this and but i also have like the option of i can set it here in a special place and let it charge for like 15 minutes or whatever i set a timer on my watch and i come back and it's full and then i can move on with my life um but the tip I will give you if you are interested in one of these and not necessarily interested in that unbelievably round pencil is that Logitech makes mm-hmm. the crayon, mm-hmm. which, and here's here's where it gets even dumber. So the pencil is completely round. Like if you took a Crayola crayon out of the package, brand new, perfectly round, just like the pencil. The Logitech crayon is the shape of a real life Ticonderoga pencil. That's so what, mm. yeah. So it's got sides, so it it's much more like a pencil. So if it's a little, if you like something slightly larger to hold on to than what the Apple pencil is, if you're in the market for a new iPad, look at the crayon because it's got the same sort of very fine tip that the Apple pencil has. So if you're worried about like detail work and you want to be able to do something a little more finely, you can do that with the crayon that's a little more comfortable to hold and a little nicer to. To grasp if you like the you know uh, the feel of a pencil which has like the physical sides and all of that so um, it's also less money so I think it's seventy dollars sixty or seventy dollars instead of ninety nine or one twenty nine or whatever it is they charge for the pencil now I believe that is correct so so yeah that um, so that would be like my tip if you are in the market for one of these um, I think the mini and an Apple pencil or a crayon like I think that's a really good team up right there um it's a nice size you can you know zoom in and zoom out however you want to do stuff and it's pretty great so i'm glad it's back i'm i'm disappointed that it took so long but i am glad to see that they are still like paying some attention so it's so interesting so we have the ipad mini 5 Mm -hmm. we have the ipad air whatever it is Mm -hmm. 
I guess it would be the 2019 Air. I don't know. But yeah, it would be. Yeah. It's it's the iPad Air. It's just called the iPad Air, which is right. confusing because there's other things called the iPad Air. But mm-hmm. um, and then we have the iPad, right? Which is the 9.7 inch base unit, and then yes. the Pro, the bigger Pro, the 11 inch Pro. Now we also have the 10.5 inch Pro, which was discontinued, mm-hmm. which also used the older pens. <laughs> Yes, wow, it's getting it's getting tough out there. It's getting hard out there for a pencil. Um, <laughs> well, so Mrs. Mike, I, I I'm gonna just refer to her as Heidi because I don't I don't uh, I don't have the branding. Excuse me. Ah, currently stuffy. <laughs> oh my God, currently stuffy. <laughs> so my wife, uh, Heidi, my spouse, um, she did a. Uh, a workshop or a treat. I think I talked about this on show a month or two ago. She yeah, went she was sketchnoting, I think. She was sketchnoting, yes. Yeah. So she started sketchnoting, and she said to me, hey, I think this would be easier if I had an iPad, like the new iPad, because that's what the guy who taught me this is using, and he recommended. I said, I fully support that, even though I will have device envy. Yes. I will, I will overcome it, because I support you. And so she did, in fact, get the 11-inch uh, iPad and the new pencil, and she's mm-hmm. actually... She's doing some great stuff. I'll I'll put a link to some of her stuff in the show notes if I haven't cool. done it already. Um, but it's actually quite astonishing. She's not an artist. She's not a you know she's not a, a scribbler a scribbler. She's not a a a doodler or a sketcher by by inclination. Mm-hmm. But she's really gotten like she's gotten some traction with it. And it's really interesting to see cool. some of the ideas coming out and to see someone who does not have an artistic background or artistic training Mm -hmm. really sort of digging in with the device and saying i'm going to use this and make this happen Mm -hmm. it's very cool it's like it's like a little like a little ipad creativity ad see now i want to take that class because like yeah if i drew a stick figure i'd have to label it and i really want to try sketchnoting because people who are into it like are really into it you know and i'm pretty sure talk about the the amount of usefulness that comes out of that so yeah yeah, for organizing your ideas, for for taking mm-hmm. notes live. I'm pretty sure we threw a link to the book in a previous show, but I'll double check. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we've got we've got a bunch of new iPads. So now you are a multi pencil household, yes, or a a crossover pencil household. <laughs> yes. Um, are you are you like finding yourselves grabbing the other person's pen? No, that didn't come out the way I meant it to. Um, <laughs> No, there is no device confusion. Um, I haven't spent a ton of time with the new one, but uh, what's interesting to me is that uh, it's also a very specific use case that came out of this, which was uh, Mr. Kelly talking about um, going into meetings at work and taking a pen and a, a spiral, you know, steno notebook. And then going into the meeting and writing things down and, uh, you know, recording whatever it is that he feels need re- needs recorded out of the meeting. And then nothing happens to that page. So it doesn't get typed up later. It's not scanned for anything. Um, it's just these notes. And, like, depending on the week, you know, the the output in that notebook could be in a different order every week. It can be different day to day. And, like... If you have a meeting today, like we're recording on Friday, if you have a meeting today and then next Friday, you need to get back to the notes from that day. Like, how do you even start? So 
what he's trying to uh what his primary use case is basically to take it to work and then in meetings write notes because there are apps available like um the one that i have used for a similar situation is good notes and i think notability will do the same thing uh both of these again for various values of readability of your handwriting so if you're one of those people who writes it and then you can't read it later there's a good chance the the, the ipad can't suss it out either but um if you can like i have decent handwriting uh and then you know it will look much nicer if i try harder but on a fundamental level even when i think it's really sloppy it's still pretty legible and good notes will always find it so i can scribble page after page of whatever i want and then if i go back later and i know i wrote about westworld i can type in westworld and it will it will find any time that that was a word that I had written down. So it's uh, actually pretty useful. And uh, he, I think he's just now getting to the point where he has probably enough content in whatever app it is that he's using that it should start being useful to get it back out again. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to uh, wait and see how that turns out. Cause I'm very interested to see uh, what, how that's going to work for him and how, what, what's going to make that, um, functional you know is like yeah. as a as a work device basically well when when that does happen um blog it or give us the mr kelly rundown um, oh absolutely i i tend to use evernote for a lot of that um mm -hmm. and i actually right now have a rocket book i think i've talked about as well which is no the, i want to know about this desperately so so uh amazon a, few, a couple months ago had a um had their uh, prime, whatchamacallit, the... Prime uh, Bay or whatever? Oh, uh, the treasure truck. I forget. Oh, the, the treasure Bay. truck. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The treasure truck. Okay. Treasure truck was coming around, and they said that we have the rocket book uh, for 20 bucks. It's great. And I, I was actually not where I could pick it up, but I had a friend get it. Mm -hmm. And so the deal is you need to use a particular kind of pen, not an exact, it, not a precisely that pen, but a mm -hmm. kind of pen. Okay. Which is uh, the Fruction. We talked about the Fruction pens. We talked about this a couple weeks uh, ago. I think so, ago. yeah. Yep. Um, and so you write normally, and then mm -hmm. you use an app, and the app scans the page and sends it to the to the destination, cloud destination of your choice, whether that's Trello or Evernote or Dropbox or Google Drive or Ooh. Gmail or whatever. So I have been sending them to Evernote, and which is fine. I mean, it's, it's really just to hold on to them. It's not to, to manage them in any way. But of course, the nice thing about Evernote is that Evernote, if you have a pro account, does do uh, text recognition on everything. Right. Including your crappy handwriting. Mm -hmm. So the Rocketbook software will do some OCR, not a lot, uh, mostly just titles, and, and, and then it will try to do some fairly bad OCR. Um, <laughs> Evernote search is so good, even on crappy handwriting. Like Evernote yes. search is the kind of thing where if you take a picture of a box where someone has put a piece of masking tape and written, you know, DVDs and cassette tapes on the masking tape uh -huh. with a Sharpie and you put that picture in Evernote, Evernote is like, oh, yep, DVDs, got it. Yep. It's really, it's always been amazing. Everybody knows. We love Evernote. We're big Evernote fans. Um, so... So using that has been interesting for me. Um, I still think I'm better off. I think I would be better off sketch noting or doing doing some kind of, you know, hybrid text and sketch noting in the iPad with the pencil. And I probably would if it weren't such 
you know, kind of, it's the iPad Pro, old iPad Pro, <laughs> and the horribly rounded pencil mm-hmm. with the embarrassing charging modality. Um, and I probably would do more of that if not for, like, it's, the notebook is a little easier. And the Rocket Book mm-hmm. is very, very light. The funny thing about the Rocket Book, of course, is they have different products, some of which use the friction pen and you can just wipe them off, mm-hmm. other ones of which you actually have to microwave to erase. And this one has a very clear legend on the front that says, do not microwave this notebook. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting usability challenge there. Uh, people are microwaving the wrong notebook. Uh, so, But that's not everything we got this week. No. We got, we got the iPad mini. We got the iPad Air. Mm-hmm. We got new iMacs. Yeah. Speed bumped iMacs, which I will say again, I'm at the end of life for this iMac that I have now. I can't upgrade it, Pat, to Mojave. Mm-hmm. Mojave. Um, it's stuck on High Sierra. I'm beginning to notice that that is a problem mm-hmm. for certain apps that you know are want to be on the latest and greatest. And I can't upgrade it because I use it for target display mode, and I can't. There's yep. nothing. I can't. I got to use it till it dies. It's very sad. Because uh, these look really nice. They <laughs> like do. 4K display, the 21.5 inch, nice mm. and fast. Yeah, there's some new, and, and there's new, actual new hardware inside them. Yep, so, um, like, everything got an upgrade except the entry-level iMac is still on the 2017 chip. But everything else is on something from Intel that either came out last year or this year. Mm-hmm. Um. And they say on them like eighth gen and ninth gen. That's the comparison yep. that you're looking for. And if you want the breakdown, uh, Mac Observer has a chart. E I E I O. Um, because <laughs> Mac Observer has a chart. E I E I O. And they also have the new ones have USB C and USB three. Yes. Which is quite nice. It's, I'm sorry, not yes. USB C. Thunderbolt three. Or Thunderbolt three. And. Yeah regular usb which right. is nice yeah nice. with a port port here and a port port there um <laughs> so there uh and also at least uh i don't remember which size it is but at least one of them it's been confirmed it's got the um you can upgrade the ram door on it hmm. and so uh you don't have to pay apple's highway robbery prices for that which is nice um but yeah like the entry level 21 inch uh, iMac is the one that is still using the old hardware, uh, the old stuff from Apple is what I mean to say. And yeah. it's, um, but I'm glad to see them, uh, even if it was, uh, you know, this felt more like a press release. Like we've gotten iMac nudges in press releases before. So this one mm-hmm. didn't seem so weird. I wasn't, I wasn't quite as hung up on this one. Um, I am not in the market for a computer yet. I should be. <sighs> Yeah. Um, well, okay. <laughs> I well, here's what happened. Uh, I have a an early 2015 MacBook Pro. Yes. And uh, I have a power key and an escape key and more than one USB port and like I'm happy. I don't need a touch bar. I don't need new USB. I don't need. You know, I don't need space gray. I don't need any of that stuff. So I've been happy with the computer that I have. I have no complaints about it. I don't think it's slow or anything like that. Um, what I have noticed is, um, like I'm just now starting cause it's, it's just about four years old, like 
this month, I think. And so I've just started sort of, maybe it'd be nice if I could get a new computer, like if the right opportunity presented itself or something, right? But mm -hmm. uh, last fall, uh, I had a hard drive issue. Mm. Uh, well, hard drive, a, sol a, a drive issue in my computer storage issue, uh yeah. the storage issue it started to um fail and have a cow and then uh there was a point where it just really didn't want to come back Sad. and so i i i took my baby to the apple store in a panic and oh god what do i do um rex is having some sort of difficulty i yes it's my computer's name my computer's name is rex um and i like didn't know what to do and i'm like and I was talking to the guy and I felt like it was that sort of eerie, calm voice. Like when somebody calls you because it's hit the fan somewhere else and you need to be informed right away. Yeah. You know, um, it was the voice that like, you know, my stepdad used when he called and he was like, hi, your mom is in the hospital. Everyone's fine. It was that tone. And I'm like, here's what I've done. I've tried to, you know, I've tried to use a time machine backup and I've tried to uh. do this to do to to verify the integrity of the drive. And here's what the smart status told me the last time I ran it. And here's this and here's that. And here's the other thing. And there's some stuff over here. And you should know about this as well. And like. I stood there and told the guy for like 10 solid minutes, here is everything I've done to troubleshoot this issue. Da, 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 da. So what ended up happening was uh, they ran it through like an ounce of diagnostic and they were like, hey, all that stuff you told us, turns out it was true. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I knew. So yeah. But then additionally, he looked at my computer and said, uh, like, what model is this? And I said, early 2015. And he said, I see you've got some some uh keyware on the screen and i'm like yeah and he said this is one of the models that has the extended repair on the delamination on the screen i'm oh like okay so um what ended up happening was overall um i ended up paying like 500 dollars for i think they call it a new top case repair or something because of how the storage is situated in this particular machine so I got a new screen and a new logic board and a new keyboard and force touch trackpad and like all of that stuff um, for 500 bucks. And so uh, I'm even less unhappy about my machine's age than I was before because like everything in it is sort of new almost except for like the whatever the bottom of the bottom case repair is going to end up being. That's it. So... Um, that's that's not so bad. I no. mean it to get another to get another year or two years of, of life out of it. I mean yeah. I've got a I'm probably on the hook for at least an, I, I'm on the hook for another year minimum. So like this fall I can get back to that. Maybe it's time to start considering possibly looking at something. So yeah, we'll see what the landscape looks like about this time next year and see where we're at. At my house anyway for this one. Well. Is all you know. Springtime is when new la new laptops start showing up under <laughs> under the tree. No, that's not right. Um, the the other piece of hardware mm -hmm. that had made its made its debut this week uh, is the AirPods yes. second generation with Hey Siri with wireless charging. So with all the stuff that can charge wirelessly, the watch, <laughs> the new phones, <laughs> the AirPods. Where's air power? The last the round of new phones to also, yeah. Let's point out, yes. So the the so the and the new AirPods look great, and I'm excited for them. I do have a problem. I have an objection 
in principle, which is that any Bluetooth headphones, but particularly my AirPods, knock my iPad off Wi-Fi consistently. Really? And just to, just today, it was driving me up the wall because I was on a conference call and oh. I was like, at Wi-Fi drop, Wi-Fi drop, Wi-Fi drop. It's crazy. And then I switched to wired headphones and I was fine. That is so, super. I've never seen that. That's super weird. It may just well, maybe it's me. just like a short or like an odd an odd antenna configuration in that iPad Pro, but it's it's consistent, <laughs> and so I'm I'm probably going to have somebody take a look at it. I'm but just anyway. going to put my forehead against the microphone so you can hear my brain going. Don't go Google it, Kelly. Don't go Google it. <laughs> Don't Google it. No, it's definitely a thing. Um, but the two things we did not see yet are a new iPod Touch. Yes, and... which I want very badly for app camp reasons because reasons. that's our that's our development device but yeah. yeah we'll talk about that so what else did we not get we didn't get air power well yeah although so apparently we still m should have we still we still might have could we could might get both well, those things between now and somebody Tuesday. found product shots on yeah in like hidden in the html of the web pages at it, apple it so. really is flashback friday because this is like you know Oh my gosh! People have found stuff on the website. This is this takes us back. <laughs> yes, easily ten years. Oh, easily ten years minimum. Oh man, uh, and and actually, funny, funny, funnily enough, funnily enough, this week was my twelfth Twitter anniversary, um, which I posted, and I believe Mike Selvage replied. Michael Selvage replied back and said, "Funny, I joined like four days before you did because somebody reviewed a Twitter client on TUAW." <gasps> And I was like, well, it was it it could have been Brett, possibly, but it was probably David Chartier, given the timing. And David's like, yeah, I think it might have been me. I don't know what it was. And Brett's like, it could have been Mood Blast. But I was like, I don't know if there was Mood no. Blast 12 years ago, but maybe there was. You know what it was? It was yeah. Twitterific, because I wrote the review. The first story I wrote at Tuwa was Twitterific 2. It's real and it's spectacular. <laughs> was that 12 years ago? Oh, my God. I don't know. But it's one of my favorite headlines I ever wrote, ever. So... It's a pretty good headline. Um, we are, well, it's Friday night here in New York. It's yes. Friday afternoon in Portland. Um, we should do shout outs. So, hi, Chris Fuller. <laughs> hi, Chris hi, Fuller. Da hi, Dave McGee. Dave McGee, by the way, uh, moving on to a, a new career opportunity. We wish him the absolute best of luck. Yay, Dave! Um, so, congratulations, Dave. We will miss you. Um, we also say, uh, hi, phone boy. Uh, hi, Tony Info Hi, Info Driveway. Hi, Info Driveway. Mm -hmm. uh, hi, uh, hi, Joanne. Uh, we haven't said hi, jo hi to Joanne lately. Who's Joanne? I, well, maybe I'm misremembering. Who else do we have to say hi to? Who are other listeners, well, Kelly? <laughs> we have to say hi to Diane. Diane. Sorry, <laughs> Diane. And sorry, Joanne. I hope wherever you both are, you're having a pleasant, night, pleasant evening. Uh, hi, Javi, because I'm an optimist. Uh, oh, and hi, hi Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly, who uh, debut oh. of Billions Season 4 was last Sunday. I Great know. episode. Can I tell you I something? Know. Can I tell yes, you something? Yes, yes. I was watching it. Um, it was good. It was very good, very enjoyable. Um, and I'm not I'm not going to do a big-time spoiler. This is all sort of in the episode summary. But the, the plot, the, the Chuck side plot of this episode of Billions um, involves Chuck trying to get a favor, a very difficult-to-get favor for a client. And in order to do that, he goes through getting a cycle of other favors for other people who can get him to the person who's going to enable him mm -hmm. to get this, the the thing he needs for this client. And the first person he talks to, what the guy, 
I can't. It's a spoiler. What the guy wants is something that, to me, was extremely funny. And if you check my Twitter feed, you can see me commenting on it. And no spoilers, but it was hilarious. It made me laugh out loud. It referenced an institution, referenced, referenced my childhood synagogue, Central ah, Synagogue. Okay. So it was something specific to that. And it made me laugh out loud. It was amazing. It was, a, it was great. It was a great episode. So much fun. Great start to the season. Um, our pal, Kelly, is going to be on the show. Um, he did a great Twitter Q&A uh, last week prior to the premiere, but he is coming on our show, our little podcast, um, because he's just that nice a guy. So we're going to talk to him about scheduling. We're going to get him on the show sometime during the season. Oh, yeah. And we're totally going to make it happen. It'll be It'll be great. It and uh, who else do we have to say hi to? Is that it? I guess that's um, it. No, who? Uh, your neighbor. Oh, Lenny. Hey, Lenny. Hi, How's Lenny. it going? Uh, I haven't seen him in weeks now. I, he's, I hope he's okay. I know he's fine. I know he's fine. He's just he's he's working. Um, I don't even like. Why am I ca- catastrophizing immediately? He's fine. Of course he's fine. I mean, yeah. <sighs> okay, so now, <laughs> look forward to our next episode where we have Lenny watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Be so creepy. No, I just want you to come uh, back and be like, "No, I talked to him yesterday. He's, I talked it's to him. Cool. He's it's fine. fine. Everything's fine. everything's good. Yeah. Hey, Lenny. Uh, he enjoyed his wine. shout out. You know, whatever. Yeah. Porch wine as soon as it gets warm enough. Hey. Um, yeah. Porch wine is and never a bad thing. It, well, if it's really, it's been kind of miserable here in New York, but once it once it uh, lightens up, it will be porch wine season. We had um, uh, sunshine last weekend. Actual sunshine. It was like seventy degrees. Actual sunshine. That's- that's deeply uncalled for. I opened every window. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> well, because we got like we got all of our winter at the end of February and the beginning of March. Like it snowed on us a bunch, and uh, it generally has no business snowing in Portland in the first place. And then to have it all happen like in March is kind of weird. So strange. Yeah. Um, do you have a tip of the week or a product of the week, Kelly, that you'd like to share with people? Or? Um, I have a tip that is um sort of a tip i guess i will say um for people who get a lot of robocalls Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) and i can't wait to see last week tonight this week to find out an update about how that robocall situation is going um if you get a lot of robocalls uh but you are very good about putting people in your phone Mm. then here's what you can do um if if you don't need like other notifications to also be, you know, like this. Uh, there's there's a couple ways you can go about it to help cut down on the amount of attention that you have to pay to robocalls. And the first is if you put your phone on do not disturb and you tell it that only your contacts can ring through, then if someone's in your phone, your phone will ring. And if they're not, then it won't. It's pretty handy. Which is handy. Um, the other thing that you can do, uh, there are uh, many easily obtainable silent ringtones. And you can just assign a silent ringtone to everything. And then uh, once you, like, then again, you know, everybody that's in your contacts, like, would have its own ringtone. And then it would mm-hmm. be okay. Like, you can do that too. So uh, that would be uh, my tip for the week because that's a thing that we can do. Uh, that you can do pretty easily. I like that tip. Um, my tip of the week would probably be um, the, since we were talking about the Logitech pencil earlier, 
uh, or crayon, excuse me, not the Logitech pencil. Logitech crayon was a substitute for the Logitech, for the Apple pencil. Oh my God. Um, I am a big fan of Logitech's keyboards. And in particular, I really do like the, um, the K780. So this is their multi-device keyboard. Um, it is a Bluetooth or USB adapter. Um, it's meaty, like it's a it's a hefty keyboard, um, but it it's got a great base. It's got a little back rest for your um, for your device. Should you choose to use it, you can you can pair up to three devices with it. So your phone, your tablet, and your computer or multiple computers if you that's the way you roll. Um, and it's just pretty bulletproof. Like it 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 really works well it 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 feels good it, it has a night for for this kind of keyboard it has a very nice typing feel um i very much enjoy it i would recommend it um so i will now are you a fussy gladly. keyboard person though i'm not a fussy keyboard. i'm not like the mechanical you know multi <laughs> multi-step scissor key Per, I'm not no I'm not a fussy keyboard person so well I'm your fussy mileage about may having, vary well I I'm a fussy person in that I have very strong opinions about what I do and do not like to type on that's all like well perhaps for you, some I, people there are you know there are different levels of this but I'm definitely a person that like if if I type on it for a little while and don't like it I hate typing on this keyboard it's <laughs> terrible I, yeah. I think you might like this one so if you have the opportunity to try it out um, or if Logitech, not yet a sponsor, would care to send Kelly a test review device. <laughs> I don't know what we're, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I realize that I say this all the time. I, I just want people to, to realize that we're kidding when we say, like, companies, please send us free stuff. We are joking. Um, if someone does want to sponsor the podcast, that's a different uh, We are absolutely joking until someone writes in and says, what's your shipping address? Well, <laughs> still joking about the shipping well, stuff, yes. but happy to have you sponsor the podcast if you'd like to be an advertiser. And do not. This is a yeah. nice looking keyboard. Uh, what I have been doing lately, well, what I what I normally do is carry around just the old Apple wireless keyboard with the barrel end, you know, that you put the two double A's yep. in. Uh, yep. I have one of those, and generally I will just carry that around, and that's been a good system because it's worked for like three iPads or something that I've owned uh, and, and phones. So um, I'm curious about the travelability of this one. I would want to get my hands on it first just to kind of see uh, what it feels like and everything. But I've been basically looking at getting a case to take my other one with me. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. generally that's what I've been doing is just, uh, you know, and then having whatever case sort of stand, you know, works with, um, having a case that that also is a decent stand so then i can prop up my device and then type on my keyboard and everything's fine yeah i mean you everyone's everyone's ergonomic approach for their particularly for mobile keyboarding and taking mm -hmm. a keyboard on the road with you you're trying to balance a lot of factors weight yes. how does it feel to type on it am i going to break it if i throw it in my bag what's it like so, to carry it around right right so. what's what's that experience for, both for the keyboard and for you mm -hmm. um so it, it's it's good. once you have something that works, try not to mess with it. However, if people are looking at something that's less, really less of a carry around keyboard and much more of a this is what's going to sit at my desk and happens to be wireless keyboard, right? I definitely recommend the, the K seven eighty. Um, and and by the way, all of Logitech's keyboards sound like um, Soviet era military equipment, just in their <laughs> code names. It's K seven eighty. They do is uh, is anti aircraft gun. <laughs> is uh, very powerful. 
uh, I don't know where that. I, like, I, I've got Malkovich's Russian accent in my head, and that was not <laughs> a very good take on Malkovich. That's okay, though. Um, it's okay. It, yeah. So keyboards, like, definitely you have to type on it a little bit. Um, just you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, to see, and then like you know, like you were saying, there's a there's there is a great big difference between like the one that sits on your desk that may or may not connect with a wire, versus what you end up with, you know, that you want to take with you somewhere. So I've tried a lot of both of them. I finally nailed down like what I want my desk, what my desk one is. And it makes me very happy, but uh, I have to figure out what, what my mobile situation is actually going to be. And right now, like basically the, the reason I keep using the, the, the Apple wireless keyboard I have is because it connects to everything and yeah. I already have one. So it doesn't cost me anything to use <laughs> it, it with the next no device. Cost. Yeah. There's no cost. Right. Um, Plus, like, if I get a new iPad, I can use the same keyboard. You know, it's not a, a super custom keyboard case kind of setup where the minute you get a new iPad, like, everything you invested in the old one is instantly obsoleted because they're never the same size. Uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. Um, <laughs> anyway... We, the, the missing, the great stuff that we learned about this week, the missing stuff we don't have yet this week, mm -hmm. the, uh, or make it next week, the big announcement next week, which we'll talk yes. about after it happens, uh, showtime, March 25th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, we all love TV. Uh, we all love watching TV. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kelly, anything else? Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter. You should find me on micro.blog. Uh, you can find me weekday mornings hosting the Daily Observations podcast at the Mac Observer. And uh, you can occasionally find me here and there on the Incomparable Network. We currently, uh, the Incomparable has a membership drive happening right now. And uh, I just recorded a very special members episode that people might be interested in. Uh, normally, Don Melton and I host the Westworld podcast about mm -hmm. Westworld. And uh, we just did a membership episode about the original film. Gosh, you know, a Westworld podcast, that would be the sort of thing that it would be nice to have some desk decorations for when you're recording. <laughs> for people who remember previously on the after <laughs> previously show. Previously on Kelly, the after show. <laughs> uh, Mike said uh, there was a present headed my way, and uh, you may remember I was very excited about getting mail because I don't like being a mail Sherpa. And I am, and, and what Mike sent me was uh, Dolores and Teddy Funko Pop figurines. And I could not possibly have been more excited. It's entirely possible that Mr. Kelly's eardrums are still recovering from the E when I opened the box. <laughs> uh, it was delightful. Um, and I think, and then he went, of course, oh, great. More stuff to put on your desk. More, more crap. Yeah, and then pa I paging, said... Paging Ms. Condo, Ms. Marie Condo. <laughs> yes. Please come to the red courtesy phone. But but that means I have to clean my desk in order to make sure I have a place to put them. So he I complained see. a lot less after that. So hopefully that will help. Well, and these pun Funko Pop figurines, Funko Pop, <laughs> uh, Funko Pop figurines of Dolores and, um, and uh, Teddy, Teddy were courtesy of Megan, who is the friend of my friend Sarah, and Megan, I discovered at a birthday party for the aforementioned Daedri, um, same friend who I did the the big the big uh, singing thing with. Um, at Daedri's birthday party, I met Megan, Sarah's friend Megan. Said, "What do you do?" She says, "I work for HBO." 
I said, that's awesome. <laughs> you work across the street from me. She said, yes, but we're moving. Oh. So I have to clean up all, I have to clean out my whole desk and I have all this stuff. I said, oh, not for nothing, but if there were any <laughs> Westworld swag kicking around, oh. I know someone who would love it. And she said, that is easily doable. What would you like? And I said, if there were Dolores and Teddy Pop figurines, she said, oh. there totally are oh. on it. So this was not only a gift for you, but it was a gift directly from HBO for you. I got, here's why that's funny, is because uh, recently a friend of mine at karaoke said, one of my karaoke buddies said, uh, we have a bunch of uh, stuff in the office and everybody's cubicles are getting moved and desks are shuffling around and everybody's getting rid of stuff and I snagged these for you. Do you want them? And one of mm. them is a, a Westworld phone stand. And then the other one is like one of those pockets that you put on the back of your phone that holds a credit card or two. But it's got a ring on it, so you like stick, you know, so you can like hold on to it more securely. And I was like, oh, we've ever met. Like it was very funny. So anyway, yes, it's been a big week for Westworld stuff at my house. Because then, because I, I watched the movie and then did these two. So, well, if go ahead and subscribe to the Incomparable and get the bonus episode. Um, it's also Max Fun, uh, Max Fun Drive. Right. So if you if you listen to any of the Maximum Fun shows, like Judge John Hodgman. Or a friend of the podcast, uh, Greatest Generation with Ben Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, you should, and really any of the amazing shows that they put together on that network, you should go give them some money, uh, which they would appreciate. And they will send you a nice premium and give you access to a lot of exclusive member content. Yes. Um, so do that. And if you do it, uh, go find uh, Ben, Benjamin Harrison, Benjamin R. A. H. R. Uh, on Twitter and tell him you donated to Max Fun because you heard about it on the after show, which would be hilarious and weird. Uh, <laughs> rather than you just donating <laughs> directly to us. Yes, and um, also also tell the incomparable you heard about it here. And uh, and same yeah. th- same with the, with the incomparable. If you, if you <laughs> support if you support them, tell them we heard about you on a podcast that is not affiliated with your network in any way, other than having someone on it. <laughs> Mostly because I want to have Jason come to me and go like. Why did you send all these people to the incomparable? <laughs> How did this happen? Because I would be very entertained by that. So uh, and so and so. Hey Jason. Hey Ben. Enjoy all the money that we are sending <laughs> to you. All of it. Uh, you can find addition to finding Kelly where you can find her. You can find me on the twitters at Mike T Rose. You can also find me Mike T Rose on Micro Blog, and soon you can find me eating some pizza. For this Friday night at my house. Thank you all for joining us. Kelly, thank you as always for of course. being an excellent partner in crime. We will be back in approximately two weeks, so we will see you then. <laughs>